Welcome to the Perfect Time Podcast with Christy and Lindsay. Grab your coffee and let's chat mindset. In these mini episodes, we talk about how now is the perfect time to get in the best emotional, mental, and physical shape of our lives. Our minds are the most powerful tool we have. So let's grow together. Good morning. Are here at the Bar Three Studio where we've been recording our podcast, and this time we have a Susie Mahosek with us. Hello, hello. She is the owner of the Bar Three Studio, and she has so graciously allowed us to record here. And so we thought we would bring her in today to first of all tell us about Bar Three, and and then just talk a little bit of mindset with her yeah. because um, she's a really she's a cool gal, and um, I'd love to just kind of hear. A little bit about what she has to say about some mindset work that she's done um, in her own personal time and just you know with her life. So first of all, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. Yes. Um, will you tell us a little bit about Bar Three? Yes, we get um, the question a lot. Like, what is Bar? Um, most often, um, we hear that people are not interested in trying a bar workout because they think that it is ballet or they think that it's a bunch of stretching, um, or that it's going to be easy. And it is none of those things, at least not exclusively. Um, Bar is, at least at Bar 3, our class is a combination of cardio, strength, and mindfulness. And we really put equal value on each of those components. Um, Our classes are either 45 or 60 minutes long. You will get your heart rate up in every class. You will feel your muscles burn in every class, and you will be encouraged to listen to your body and use your breath as you go through each movement um, in every class as well. So it is the perfect balance, whether it's the only workout you do um, or whether you use it to uh, supplement something else. What do you think is the majority of people that come into your studio and take classes are, is there a mix? Are there people that just do bar like five days a week or six days a week or some that mix it up? Like what's that like? We really do have a mix. Um, we have a large member base that is 100% all in on bar, mm-hmm. um, specifically bar three. Um, because when you have a consistent practice, you don't need to do anything else. It does cover all of your bases. Um, We work out every major muscle group in class, and like I said, we're getting the heart rate up to get that cardio portion in as well. Um, But we do have a lot of people who are committed to um, maybe running, or they like to do more of a HIIT-type workout regularly, but they find that with those types of um, exercise routines that there is something still that they'll need, and Barb brings that in um, because even though it is high intensity, it's low impact. Um, so it's going to be gentler on the joints, it's easier for long term, um, and it does pull in the stretching and the breathing. Cool. And, sorry, and the community, right? Like, what a cool community that you've created here, and that's something that you can't find in, like, a basement hit workout, you know? Absolutely, and we place a really big value on that as well. We find that people don't come looking for that. Um, They come looking for a very challenging workout, but then what keeps them coming back is the community that they experience while they're here. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I was just going to see, how long have you been doing bar? So I I took my first class, um, gosh, eight, 
years ago um, here at the studio. I, I did grow up dancing, and so I was not turned off by the thought that I thought it was going to be a little bit more dance-inspired. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I was, I really didn't know what to expect. Um, but I took a few classes, and at the time I had been starting to look into um, getting my yoga teacher training or certification um, because I was just, I don't know, I had grown up dancing, I had been a runner for a long time and just felt like this was a path that I wanted to explore um, as a career with fitness. Um, and then when I found Bar 3, I was like, okay, this is the place. And so I started teaching about six and a half years ago, um, and then I bought the studio about a year after that. Awesome. Yeah. Has anyone ever shown up with a tutu? Or like in full ballerina garb. <laughs> um, I, we have, we have never had anyone show up in okay. a tutu unless we were doing some sort of themed class, which okay. we have done. Yeah. Um, but we have had people show up in like warmers. But hey, you know, if their calves get cold, that's a totally acceptable. And speaking of choice. themed class, are you doing a Taylor Swift themed class, or you already did it? We are doing it tomorrow night. Oh my gosh! With glow sticks. With yeah. glow sticks. Yeah, we have a live DJ coming. She Shut has the put door. together a full like sixty minute Taylor playlist for us. Is it sold out? It is not. It is not. What time so, is the class? Seven p.m. Seven p.m. tomorrow, which would be what like Thursday. Thursday. So this will probably have already yeah um, aired. But gosh, that's gonna be. But stay be tuned. Fun. But stay tuned. Fun yeah. Stuff. yeah, yeah, yeah. Fun things on the docket. Like that's that awesome. That's so fun. That and is boys, so fun. I assume like get into that and yeah. really love those nights. That's I cool. love that. That's so cool. Okay. So today, switching over to mindset, yeah. um, we thought we would, this is something that I feel like is a common problem or is like a pain point for a lot of women and a lot of like entrepreneurial women and mom, everybody. It could speak to everybody and I feel like it's a good topic. So let's chat about it. It's the topic of the all or nothing mindset. Um, how do you feel like that has impacted or affected your business and your day-to-day -day activity as a business owner of a fitness, you know, boutique fitness studio? So this is funny. I, I love now at age 41 that I know what to call this, but it's something that I personally have struggled with my entire life. Um, I can remember in high school, um, you know, towards the end of my senior year, my room was an absolute disaster. My mom's like, you know, pick up your room. I'm like, well, I can't, I can't do that because I have to get through finals. I'm like, just let me get through this and then I can do that. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, that's one example, but it's kind of permeated every aspect of my life. Um, and it was something that I, you know, have always joked about with friends, like, oh, you know, I can't, um, you know, if I don't have an hour to clean my house, then I'm not going to take five minutes to do the dishes type of thing. Ten, no 10-second tidies in Susie's house. No. <laughs> it's, it's If I can't make my bed perfectly with hospital corners, then the bed doesn't get made. Um, and so it's, you know, just something that I, I assumed was either a motivation issue for myself or um, like a personality defect, if we're going to make it a <laughs> drastic explanation. <laughs> um, but I... Um, I, I've struggled with it in every aspect of my life. And when I started teaching here at the studio, and then when I bought the studio, and just getting to interact with clients and getting to know them better, um, 
seen how other people struggled with this same kind of mindset issue and how it impacted their, um, I would say ability, but more so like desire to be here and give themselves um, that hour or 45 mm -hmm. minutes to take a class for themselves. Um, it was almost like the veil was lifted away from my eyes and I could see like a little bit more clearly what was happening. Um, I would have clients, you know, if we're talking about my bar three, like all in, this is the only thing that they do. Yeah. And then I wouldn't see someone for a couple of weeks um, or longer than that. And then they'd come back in and be like, what's going on? Like, where were you? I miss seeing your face, yeah. et cetera. And it was kind of the same story every time. It's like, oh, well, I couldn't come to, you know, class one night. So then the next day I was like, well, I already missed yesterday, so I'm not going to come back again. And then it just kind of snowballed into this big mm -hmm. thing, and then it's hard to come back. And, I, you know, from my perspective, talking to them, it's so clear. Like, it doesn't matter if you can come you know, if you can't come five times, coming once is better than coming not at all. Mm -hmm. Right. And this conversation, you know, in different iterations kept happening with different people. And then I feel like I'm, you know, like coaching them yeah. on how to not have an all or nothing mindset. And then I take a step back and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, wait a minute, like pot, meat, kettle, kettle, meat, pot, you right. know? <laughs> so, um, and now with, I think, just the way that our culture is moving towards being more aware of certain mindset issues mm -hmm. and um, like you guys are doing and bringing these kind of conversations to the surfaces, first of all, it it's so helpful for people just to identify, you know, what it is that's happening in the first place and then just start exploring, like, not only where is that happening in my life, but like, why, mm -hmm. you right. know, like, what is the underlying, like, belief that I have about myself that is leading me to be like, if I can't do A through Z, I'm not even gonna do A. Right. Um, and it's just been kind of like, I don't know, I feel like I'm an archeologist of my life sometimes, like peeling back layer after layer, like, okay, why is that? And then I found it that way. I'm like, okay, but what's the why behind that? And right. et cetera, et cetera. And really at the end of the day, for me, it has just boiled down to like, what is my identity? What are the you know things that I tell myself about myself and, and believe to be true about myself? Um, that it, that's what kind of feeds into all of these other tendencies and habits. So you know, from a workout perspective, um, as I've become more aware of this about myself and seeing you know for how it affects other people as well. It's so much easier for me now to be like, I have 10 minutes, like I'm going to go outside and take a walk. Yeah. That's still exercise. It's still quote unquote counts, mm -hmm. if you will. Um, or I still am not great about the 10 second tidies at my house, but that's <laughs> just because I that? really, like I don't even like, <laughs> I don't like cleaning. And I 10 think minute that's tidies is probably okay, the better thing. Okay, 10 minutes. I don't tidies. do those either. Yeah. I don't do those either. <laughs> yep. um, Wait, I love what you just said. Like you're like an art, you're like on an archaeological archaeological dick you're the archaeologist yeah. of your life you're peeling back the layers like yeah. that's why you're here today because yeah. that's really cool that you can even like profoundly recognize that like that's what you got to do yeah constantly right and it's a practice because like the dirt covers things back up sometimes and you have yes. to be like wait wait we're gonna uncover that again and we're gonna like work through that and like that's so cool absolutely yeah yeah I love that and you're so good about getting other people 
to see that in themselves too. Like even following you just on social media, like I know we don't know each other super well, but I've just, you inspire people to just do their very best just by, you know, being authentically you and talking yeah. and stuff. And I think like that's cool. And I'm the same way. Sometimes I like see myself giving other people that and I'm like, oh, well, you know, I need to do that. <laughs> but I think that's how we learn. You exactly. Know? That's exactly right. Yeah. You know, if I didn't have those opportunities to see it in other people, I probably never would have seen it in myself. And mm -hmm. so I'm, you know, thankful for the kind of reciprocal back and forth, you know, way that we can help each other grow. Yeah. Um, but it's, you know, it, it, you were saying with the dirt kind of starting to cover things back up, it's like, you know, I've, I've always struggled with an all or nothing mindset. The story I told myself about that was um, I'm lazy or I procrastinate or I, um, I, I'm, not, I'm not motivated or I'm not disciplined, you know. Right. Those are the stories I tell myself and those become very, very deeply rooted in like how I see my identity. And although I know from like a high level, like those things are not true, um, it, they are so like tightly woven, this part of the story I've told myself my whole life, yeah. that it is really, it takes multiple peeling of the same layers to like actually get that to be removed. And like not to be cliche with like your studio ownership and whatever, but it's a muscle memory, like exactly. right? So you've exactly. created this pathway that's really easy for you to just go to, well, I'm I'm just lazy today, or I'm just, you know, whatever. Whatever XYZ BS story you've, muscle memory you've told yourself, like, it's there, and so it's so easy to default to that. Exactly. It is. It becomes a default. And I love that you tie in with, um, you know, the muscle memory aspect of it because, you know, even, like, teaching clients through a class, there are some times where that muscle memory is really beneficial and it's helpful and I will ask clients like let your muscle memory kick in here your body like we've already done this previously in the class your body knows what to do the muscles know like how to behave to activate in this in this way and so muscle memory is not always a bad thing but right. you know that's why like habits are so important and not only habits in action but habits in the words that we speak to ourselves because you know whether they're the beneficial ones or the detrimental ones, you know, they will pick up the slack. Sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sure. I love so. that. And like also just another plug for bar three. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> totally switching topics. Plug but away. I just thought about it. <laughs> yeah. Bar three will find muscles that you didn't know you ever had. Yeah. Like it's wild. And and I love you know, it just plays into the muscle memory made me think of that. But like it's this you can relate the same thing to doing you know, all this mindset work. Like, you'll find these pathways that you didn't know you ever had. And then once you uncover them, it's like, whoa. Like, you know, it, it just opens up a whole new yeah. space for you to, like, be in this world that you didn't know that you had. You know, and I find that to be so cool. Absolutely. And yeah. slightly cliche. But I just, you know, <laughs> no, I think that's, that's awesome. So when you find yourself, like, in that mindset, sometimes, like, going back to old patterns, like, the all or nothing, like, what centers you? Like, what's your your go-to to going back to being like, okay? Deep breaths, deep breaths. Yes, well, that's <laughs> probably it. It probably is a deep breath. Um, and, you know, talk about cliche. My kids roll their eyes at me because whenever <laughs> they come to me and say, like, I'm not feeling well or this hurts or whatever, 
at this point now I can say, okay, what are the three things that I'm going to tell you to do? And they're like, okay, you're going to tell me to take a deep breath. You're going to tell me to drink some water and you're going to tell me to like go rest, whether mm -hmm. that's, you know, five minutes or an hour or whatever. Um, because those really are the things that are kind of like my, like control, delete, like reset button. Mm -hmm. Um, the breath work became a lot more important to me when we started incorporating it more into our classes here at the studio. Um, we used to, we, well, we used to only have 60 minute classes and it was basically like 54, 55 minutes of movement. And then, um, the last six minutes of class, we would stretch. And now for our 60 minute classes, um, it's 50 minutes of movement, which might to some people sound like, oh, well, I'm missing out. But we really, um, because we took some of that, you know, time away from the actual workout, we structured the class a little bit differently to make sure that we're still hitting everything and um, you're not losing any of the muscle, um, strengthening our cardio benefits. Mm -hmm. um, and then we have a full 10 minutes at the end of each um, hour long class that we now call stretch and breath. And so we do stretch to kind of like wind the body down from hard core movement. Um, and then we move into like a dedicated actual breath work portion for, I don't know, two, three, four minutes, just depends on who's teaching and how much they enjoy doing that. Right. Um, but, you know, at first when we introduced this concept, um, we did get a lot of pushback from clients. Like, you know, again, they felt like they were missing out. Um, and so we have really had to like frame the way that we talk about it in the class itself. Like this is not nap time. It's not like, you know, zone out Shut time. This is time. breath. Yeah work active like recovery work. yeah and personally when I'm teaching you know I ask my clients to treat their breath just like they treated every other major muscle group in their body that we hit during class you know it is that important it's your body's opportunity to um basically to tie in all of the work that you're doing and all of the either muscle you're building or if you're, you know, doing something with your mind, like, you know, the, the things that you're learning, it's like that all happens, you breathe, and then it's like it's able to take hold and, like, take root in, in what you know or what you can do or the strength that you're building, et cetera. Yeah. Um, so breath is number one. And, it, and water is number two. And I know that it just sounds so, like, basic. Um, I'm not someone, and so sad as like a fitness instructor and studio owner, um, I'm not great about staying hydrated. <laughs> and it just doesn't come naturally. And I, it's, after taking the breath, it's like, okay, now I know, this is like my cue, this is what comes next. Mm -hmm. I just need to like hydrate my body. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't know that it's anything like physiological or biological or science related at all, but it just almost is like a continuation of that breath in my body, like I getting that. the oxygen, mm -hmm. the hydrogen, whatever flowing mm -hmm. through my cells. Um, and then the rest, you know, when I tell my kids this, they will literally go to their room and like have a little mini nap or whatnot. Um, but sometimes it's just a matter of like allowing my brain to get out of the you know situation that I'm in um, and just kind of take that step back like that's that's the rest for me um, but it's those three things and it really just starts with being aware that these are my tendencies so that I can recognize them a little bit quicker and um, 
you know, switch directions yeah. in my mind. So basically what you're what you're doing there, I think, is like retraining your autonomic nervous system, right? It's exactly. all like fight or flight control. Exactly. Which is huge. Yeah. And Lindsay and I just recently took a field trip to um, Deepak Chopra came to New Albany and Lindsay and I like last minute got to go. And that was like one of the first things he spoke about was um, like how important breath work is. Mm -hmm. Like you can actually reverse disease with meditation and breath work. Yeah. Like holy, and I'm not even gonna attempt to talk like he was talking about it because <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's not gonna come out so sweetly. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll leave that to him. You can listen to Deepak Chopra for that. But like it was, it's powerful. It was super powerful. It's powerful. It is. I mean, you mentioned the fight or flight it's like you know the way our lives are structured we're so conditioned to almost just consistently be in that mode mm -hmm. and um i don't know again not a scientist here um but the stress hormones that then are released and it just throws everything out of whack and it can wreak such havoc on your body it's yeah. like if you don't know how to physically like take a step back and, and let your body reset mm -hmm. Yeah, you'll just you'll just keep driving in in fight mode, and yeah. eventually, the fibers get worn down, you know, yeah. and then you just you get sick, you get chronically ill, like then things just start to. Yeah. But what I love about like your advice and what centers you is it's just everybody can do it. Yeah. You know, it's just like so like you said it's so basic, but yeah. I think that's what we need right now. We're all looking for this big cure and da, 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 and it just like has to be so complicated or maybe we overcomplicate it ourselves but then when you get down to the nitty-gritty it's like the basic foundations of life and like what yes. we need yeah. oxygen water rest, rest. And yeah. like, how do we overlook that because right. of our busy lifestyle but I don't know I just love what you said because I think it's just tools that we and so cool like your children are so lucky to have you I teaching them that too basics. I'm like, like yeah let me do that with my child like that's really cool that you're you mm -hmm. know instilling that in them you know like so that becomes a muscle memory yes. an automatic thing that they do anytime they feel like they're getting chaotic or out of control in their mind or whatever yeah. in their life well, it's so like little habits that you learn as being, I mean, I wish I had those when I was younger because, you know, you start to build, like, for me, unhealthy patterns dealing with stress. Yes. So it's like, mm -hmm. not all, but, you know, the, yes. some of the ones that you carry with you. And so just to have those foundational ones. And actually, Deepak Chopra was talking about that, too. He's like, I wouldn't say I would advise meditation for, I think he said kids under 10. But he right. said once they get to 10, you do, like, then when they're 10 years old, you do 10 minutes, they're 10. You know, when they're 11, oh, okay, do 11 yeah. minutes of yeah. just of like breathing and laying and like essentially meditation. They might not know that yet, but just like being, just being still, still and listen to your body. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but I mean, I'll be honest, like w with some of your clients, like you said, like that is so hard for me to be still. You know, it's a practice that so many adults that are, we busy ourselves, you know, don't know how to do it. On so, purpose, purpose, right? Like that's starting that's where that's we a wear just a badge of honor. Totally. Mm -hmm. yeah. Totally. I am leaving the city and moving to 50 acres to literally fight that war like that is what I'm doing I'm stepping out of that because it just it's not working yeah it's not working so anyway stay tuned or it there. does until like a certain amount of time and then you're right. just like I'm chronically exhausted and exactly. I need to like build back so like with all of that what would you say okay so if there's like I know the three of us are pretty into fitness that's a huge part of our life a huge part of our every day if not most days but what would you say to somebody who is living an active lifestyle but is like 
overwhelmed with where to start? Like, be, how do they start integrating themselves into, or maybe what are the holdups for them wanting to start? The, a lot of times, and this is not a blanket statement, a lot of times people, it comes back to this like all or nothing mindset where they feel like if they're going to take the time to exercise, it has to fit into you know, X, Y, or Z mold. It has to look a certain way. They have to burn a certain number of calories for it to quote unquote count. Um, it has to be something, mm -hmm. right? And I think my advice to anybody who has a desire but doesn't know where to start is to find something that you enjoy doing. Mm -hmm. Because the, the only thing that counts long-term is consistency. Mm -hmm. And if you don't, find something that you like to do, but you do it because you feel like that's what you're supposed to be doing, um, it, it's not going to be a long-term sustainable practice. Exactly. Yeah. And so my number one is, yes, find something that you enjoy. And my number two is, and this is very hard for people, and so this is more of a like, you know, 201 versus 101 piece of advice is it all counts. It yeah. There is no, like, you do not, if you enjoy a HIIT workout, then go do a HIIT workout. But it doesn't have to be a HIIT workout to count. You know, if you like tracking your steps or your calories or whatever, then track your steps or your calories. But if that puts a burden on you to feel like you're not measuring up to somebody else's prescribed, like, movement goals, mm -hmm. yeah. then get rid of the tracker. Right. You know, at the end of the day... My personal goal is I want to be able to do the things that I enjoy doing when I'm 85 years old. Yeah. And so if I'm not setting myself up with not only sustainable from like an enjoyable standpoint, but sustainable from like a physical ability standpoint, um, if I'm not doing those things now, then I have no hope of that, you know, happening when I'm 85. So it's what can you do that is fun, that... Um, moves your body in mm -hmm. any way and that doesn't put you at risk for injury right and, and I love here's that. another plug that's why I love bar three yeah, yeah. <laughs> love it. do bar three take your first class look for the fun things that are coming up um the three of us all have appointments that we have to rush out for anyway yes. so I think that is the best takeaway does Susie not have the best podcast voice ever like I, I kind of wish do. you could just like put me to sleep every night with some sort of like <laughs> bedtime story like you have you the most do have a soothing you voice. have a, such a soothing and voice I, like, when I listen to myself back I'm like I, I refuse <laughs> so sorry, I refuse to listen I refuse that. to listen to myself back well you're I can't do it. cute too anyways, anyways um Susie thank you so much thank you for that was awesome space thank you for sharing I just I love what you said I think it's super impactful and we really appreciate you so many nuggets of good little tidbits there yes. love it well, I hope you guys can take that and be inspired by Susie. Take a bar three class, see what you think. 